Welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks with Natalie Brown. Spirit Talks is all about conscious conversations to awaken and enlighten. It was born from a desire to bring together a conscious community and create opportunities for deeper connection and real conversations. This platform is for inspiring heart leaders, guardians of the earth, and conscious entrepreneurs sharing the spirit of all things, their divine wisdom, revolutionary ideas, inventions, modalities, and channelings to bridge the gap between our world and the spiritual world in order to shift the consciousness of humanity. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks. We are so glad that you're here joining us today. And thank you so much to my amazing panel speakers today, Audrianne McKeon. Thank you for being here and Brian Burnerman. Thank you for being here. So today's topic is huge. We're going to go see where this takes us and what humanity needs to know right now. So we can go, you know, from creative living to 5D to what's happening to the earth to wherever this wants to take us. So thank you for being here. And I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to be able to speak. Um, into topics like this at this stage, you know, and really awaken the hearts of humanity to actually what's going on. So, Audrienne, you're at the top of my screen. Welcome and please introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from a little bit and why this topic is so important to you. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. So I am Dr. Audrienne McKeon. I am here in beautiful Issaquah, Washington, which is a small suburb of Seattle. I am an author, as you can see, and a coach. I, I coach people to unleash their creative flow, and I do that both individually and in communities. And so what I really feel like humanity needs to know more than anything is that you are creators. This is what you were born for, to create and to innovate. And <clears throat> it is a natural, essential part of the human makeup. It is not a special thing that some people possess and some people do, do not. There's no such thing as geniuses and non-geniuses. There is genius and we can all tap into it. There is what I call the doer cycle. It is a natural flow of creativity that we can all tap into. It's doing, organizing, executing, and revising. And if that sounds a lot like the four seasons, that's exactly what it is. It's the same natural cycle that any living thing goes through. So when we work individually or in community, we go through that exact same cycle. And the more aware we become of that cycle, the more easeful and enjoyable it becomes to innovate and create. And as we know, we have some pretty pressing problems <laughs> happening in the world right now. And the key to solving those pressing problems is to stop pressing on the problems and to focus on envisioning a world that we actually want to live in and want to create together because we have the power to create that world together. We just have to focus first on creating the community that can then create that world together because we can't do it by ourselves. If we would have, we could have by now, folks. Every single one of us who's like, I want a better world, we would have just made one, but it doesn't work like that. We have to work together. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think all humans need to know right now. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, I love that so much in that the natural cycles of our life, you know, and we've been fighting against that for such a long time. We've been listening to yeah. the go, not following our heart, you know, a message came through last night from spirit and the message for the new moon time was stop listening to your head. I'm going to go anywhere listening to your head. It's about tuning into your heart, you know, really nurturing those little seeds of creativity that you planting and allowing that to move out into every single part of your life, which is so important. And I love the fact that you say we are all creators. We've forgotten. We've forgotten that we are creators and we create, you know, I'm not saying good and bad, but we create everything in our life that we have. So, you know, if we can create, we can uncreate and vice versa. Mm. Beautiful. Yes. Audrey, and that's amazing. Brian, please tell us where you're from. You've been on my talks before. <laughs> so welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. And um, why is this topic so important to you? And tell us a bit about, about yourself as well. 
Awesome. Thank you, Nat, for, for inviting me over again. And yes, this is a wonderful topic. And yes, just a little background. I'm originally from Argentina and have been living now in New Zealand for the last seven or a little bit more, closer to eight years now. And what I'm here to do is to, to support others, to allow others to actually create the changes that they want in their lives so that they can have an impact in the world. And for me, this topic, it's, I mean, it's huge because I think that we have grown up, majority of us, in, in a society that most of the stories and most of the programming is not where we want to go. It's actually keeping us down. Um, and as you've been just sharing that, you know, that creativity and that power of, of creating is has been lost and it's kind of like as if only a few people can do that and i think that it's important in a sense to to slow down <laughs> to understand where have we been and not judging that just being like okay that's where we've been is that where we want to continue going and i think that the answer is no <laughs> and i think that we want to change trajectory and i think that there's a lot of things from a macro level that are supporting that change of consciousness to be done now at this time and that means that what everybody needs to know and one of the things that i always like to share with everyone is we need to stay well whatever it is that is happening all of the circumstances that are happening because some of them are going to be super challenging some of them are going to be super nice how can I experience them and how can I respond to what's going on? That's the important thing. So I'm looking forward to delving a little bit deeper into this conversation because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of juicy things that I'm going to hear from both of you as well. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I love that. And that brings me to the question, how do we tap into this power of creativity? Because that Absolutely. is, the, you know, there's so many people like we talk about creativity. Yes, we're creators. But how do we tap into that actual power, that innate wisdom that we have within us to shift the consciousness, not of our own consciousness alone, but also that of the planet so that that ripple can create, you know, what it is that we desire? Mm. Who'd like to speak? Oh, please. Yes, I could talk about that all night. <laughs> so. First, I wanted to mention, so you said something about slowing down, and that is such a key to tapping into our intuition, to inspiration, to that creative energy that is everywhere. Everything's energy, right? Everything's made up of energy, and creative energy is no exception. It flows all around us and through us all the time, but we don't notice it, and we don't pay attention to it because we have been taught that's not important, that's frivolous. Don't pay attention to that. We tamp down those intuitive messages that we get and those intuitive insights and those flashes of like, oh, idea, right? What was that? When you're out on a walk or you're in the shower and you suddenly just get this, this wild imagining, this idea that comes to you, often you just think, oh, daydream and you, and you shove it aside. But what if that was the solution to one of the world's biggest problems? When we start paying attention to those ideas and listening again to that little voice, that little quiet voice within us, that is when we're tapping into creativity, which is that heartbeat of humanity. It is that collective unconsciousness, the thing that ties us all together. It is the new moon time right now. And it is also a solar eclipse coming up. So that's such a powerful new moon. And so this is a perfect time to get really, really quiet, to stop doing constantly and to just be for a little bit, to become the fertile soil that an idea could be planted in. And to do that, we have to empty. We have to empty ourselves out. And we are very, very bad at that <laughs> as a society. We are very bad at stopping and just being passive, allowing that yin energy to come in. So that's where I would say you need to start is to stop trying to constantly fill your time with things to do. Get rid of that busy work and just really, really empty yourself out quiet down, listen, listen, listen for that little voice, that those little ideas, those flashes of insight, the dreams. This is why I call the first se section, 
of the cycle. See that D up there? That means dreaming. That's dreaming energy. We start and contemplate. And this is how the whole thing begins. So that's more than anything, how we can tap in. Yeah, so powerful. And if we do not make space for things to come in, you know, then it's like we've got a full cup. There is no, there's no space for anything else to actually move through us. There's no space for creativity to flow through us in any way or form. So the stillness, people always go, oh, you know, stillness, I'm not being productive during stillness, but you actually are being productive, right? That's where you heal. That's where you allow surrender. That's where you appreciate. So it is so- Can I, mm. can I say something about the word productivity because I have a very fraught relationship with it? <laughs> so productivity says product is most important. What are we producing? Okay. I love the word processivity because when we are in the process, that's where the magic happens. We get all kinds of yield from focusing on the process itself. Product is one of the yields that we get, but we also get this beautiful, energetic, intuitive, intentional focus mm -hmm. on specific energies. And that is something that you only get when you are able to be present in the process. So I say you're being very processive when you are resting during dream time. Amazing. I love that. Write that one down, people. Don't forget it. <laughs> Brian, what are your thoughts on this question? Yes. Uh, well, as I mentioned before, that slowing down is so important. I think that as well, one of the biggest keys is actually regaining and reclaiming our power. I think that a lot of us have lost that, that understanding uh, that we are powerful. <laughs> we are those creators. We have that creativity. And just because we might be unique and we might be different than what the majority of people have normalized us, that's the way of being, then that has put a lot of people down. So the more that we can actually create a space for unlearning, create a space for getting rid of the how we have internalized the systems that are actually taking place in this world because systems are not just external systems we have internalized those systems mm -hmm. so for me it has been really important to slow down to find that stillness as both of you mentioned and to understand that i am powerful and to understand that we all have that in a sense we all have created our lives and our circumstances whether we believe that to be true or not and as we understand more and more as you've been sharing just now like that everything is energy if everything is energy now it's easier to actually deal with things because things are not as fixed as we believe to be so that illusion, when we start to unravel that and we start to peel off those layers and those veils that are preventing us from seeing the truth of reality, that actually enables us to be like, oh, wow, like this energy here, I can transmute it, I can change it. What do I want to do with that? What's the gift that I'm bringing forward? Because as well, as we have all been trained <laughs> to be alike, that has also taken us from our power, from our gifts, from our own medicine. So the more that we can actually have the understanding like, oh, I can be powerful. I can be creative. Actually, I am those things. And slowing down is the mechanism as well to get us there. So I think that the understanding of what's possible plus the experiential unraveling and learning and creating new that is the key to actually start to to bring ourselves back to that, play, that place of creativity and creation. Mm, I love that so much, Brian. And it's really key that you say, claim back your I am, or we already, I, you know, we are the I am. Um, within that space of wholeness, we do not need anything or we do not want for anything. We are already whole, right? So it's our perceptions of who we are and what we're capable of that keeps us locked in the space of fear, which keeps us locked in that space of that internal matrix of our own making, right? Because it's simply what we are taking on from the world. Like you said, the external, 
that is then internalized. I love the fact that you, you know, put it in that way. When we start to break free or unplug from the matrix of our own making and also of, you know, societal, whatever it is, the external um, things that's going on in the world, the social medias, you know, the news outlets, all of that, that is then we, when we can reach our or tap into that power that we have within us. And that power is infinite. And what is that power? It is love. And that love is what heals, what moves mountains, what creates, what allows us to really be who we want to be in that dream state, like you said, Audrianne, you know, where you, you get into that dream state, that's where you can really tap into that power of, of all creation, of source, of infiniteness. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that, Brian. Audrianne, do you want to add anything to that? Just that all creation is co-creation. And as you said, it is love. That's what creation is. It's love. It's just tapping into that energy of, of the is. You are connected to everything. Nothing is separate from you. And so when you think about, you know, comparing yourself to, oh, I see that so-and-so is doing so much better than me or so-and-so is doing so much worse. No, you're all of that everything is you. And so anytime you see power, that, that power is you. Every time you see wealth, that wealth is you. It is just a matter of recognizing the part of you that is that thing and inhabiting that. And then you become that. And as soon as you become that, then you attract that. <laughs> That's how it all works. Yeah. And, and comparison, I call it comparatonitis, you know, because um, it's, it's catching. We, we have this thing that we're comparing ourselves to other people and the levels that they're at, but each, each person's journey is a completely unique, even though we're connected as one, we have a unique journey. And so it's appreciating and really tuning into where you at in the moment, the now moment where everything can change and everything can shift and be expanded and explored, which is beautiful. But it's really that comparison I feel is creating separation. And this is what has happened in our world for such a long time. We have looked at each other with judgment, with jealousy, with envy, with fear with resentment. And so I want to really move into this space and talk about, you know, what are the things, the challenges that we are facing right now as humanity to um, look at those challenges with love and be able to move through them with love, right? But we have to understand what are those challenges first and how does it plug us into back into the matrix? How does it keep us there in a state of fear? And how do we move from this matrix of control into 5D consciousness, which is where freedom is, where it is where co-creation lies and love lies, right? So let's explore some of the challenges. And, you know, we can go here wherever you want to go with this question, um, especially maybe we want to tap into the individual challenges that people maybe the challenges in the world whatever it is that speaks to you now i'd love to explore that who'd like to start yeah i can i can start with this i think that, you know for me one of the key things in in terms of this which you just mentioned is understanding that yes the challenges in the world are big yet at the same time they individual challenges are the more important ones because unless we actually get out of our own way those bigger things nothing will happen as adrian was just saying before like you know we are co-creating and we are together in this and i think that the more that we understand that majority of us we haven't actually learned how to be we haven't learned how to process, how to actually integrate experience and how to hold multiple perspectives at the same time, where that's the reality. There's multiple perspectives to be held. And how can I allow myself to do that? Whereas I'm thinking everything is done to me personally, that people are judging me or that competition, comparing thing, all of those issues that we have in terms of our relationship to ourselves, that actually <laughs> tends to sip over towards the relationship to others and that separation that is created that is not there is part of the problems that we have and 
we have grown to be very disconnected from ourselves, from others, from nature, from the universe, from energy source, however we want to call it. And that is part of the issue as well. So for me, one of the very interesting things has been, how can I hold those multiple perspectives at the same time? As you've been saying, you know, we are one. Am I experiencing we are one or can I hold at the same time? Yes, I am unique. There's a unique dynamic energy here that is going through this universe in this seemingly space and time. <laughs> and I'm experiencing something that is unique to me, to this Brian at this moment. And at the same time, there's this oneness and there's all of these different layers and dimensions happening. And the more that I can balance and have this dance of like, oh, I'm here and I'm there and I'm there and I'm there. And how can I allow all of that to be true? Because that is one of the ways that I can reconciliate all of those things that are happening that seems that if I'm not experiencing that, then that is not true. If I'm not experiencing that everything is energy, then that's not true. If I'm not experiencing that everything is love, then that's not true. How can I allow myself to, A, come to the place of experiencing that? And that's how I create my wisdom and understanding and B, marry that with, oh, there's also this physicality, <laughs> this 3D experience and there's challenges and there's a lot of things that are actually really bad in this world and how can i start to do that mm. yeah i love the multi-dimensional aspect of this brian the multi-dimensionality and this is one huge thing that people do not understand or know that we actually multi-dimensional beings right in physical form and that we are at any given moment tapping into many different aspects and vi versions various versions of ourselves, and so that we are not limited in any way and form we are as human beings limiting ourselves and this is where the separation comes in you know comparison simply i feel that mirror reflection of the things that we have not dealt with that we have not healed that we do not necessarily have into in consciousness or awareness or the ability to shift it just yet. And that's why we do have these beautiful people and synchronicities and happenings, you know, happening in the world to wake us up going, come on, you know, let's, let's go. It's time for you guys to wake up and to come to consciousness of what is your reality? What do you want to be in communion with? What do you want to choose here from today? Your old life is no longer, the world as we know it right now has changed profoundly, right? And so there's a lot of people that feel almost ripped off their pedestal, their security blanket ripped to shreds because they have been keeping themselves in the space of like, oh, I'm safe here, but it wasn't real. So we are now tapping into the raw, real, vulnerable spaces of knowing, mm. of understanding how we are and who we are as multidimensional beings and in human form. So, Brian, thank you so much for sharing that. Mm. Do you want to speak into this, Audrian? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we are, of course, multidimensional beings, as you say, and that is that means that our focus determines our reality. What we focus on actually becomes our reality. That is such a powerful thing that we really don't take the time to appreciate, I think, a lot of the time. So when we fight against what we don't want, we actually are giving it a lot of energy. We're giving it a lot of focus. And so I'm not saying like bury your head in the sand and say, everything's fine and nothing bad's going on here. But at the same time, instead of fighting against that, can we show some compassion? Can we show some understanding and say, I understand why things are like this, how they got this way. I understand why there's a scarcity mindset here. We were living in a situation for a long, long time as humans where scarcity was what we were dealing with, unless you lived in a tropical region, right? You, you had to get things done at a certain time. That's why it's called a deadline. Otherwise you would die, okay? <laughs> 
but things have shifted and things can shift and we can do things differently. We don't have to think in those rigid ways and we don't have to focus on competition and scarcity. We can have an abundance mindset and we can bring that into our reality, but it takes that deliberate focus and it takes community focus. It takes entire communities deciding this is how we want things to be. And so this is the system that we're going to build for ourselves. Instead of waiting for governments and organizations to, to swoop in and save us, right? We're on a sinking ship. We know it. <laughs> They're too busy, boil, you know, like bailing out the, the boiler room to come and build us lifeboats. So guess what, friends? We need to build our own lifeboats. And not only that, we need a lot better than just lifeboats. We need to create islands <laughs> where we can actually grow food and 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 live and thrive together. And that needs to start now. We need to start as communities, developing communities that we actually want to live in. And you don't have to move to an intentional community out in a forest. You can start that exactly where you are. You can start that from an apartment building. You can start that in a suburban neighborhood. You can start where you are, but you have to decide to start. Yeah, and that is so important. Start where you are. You do not need to go necessarily buy a piece of land. If you have land where you at right there in that moment, start growing your own food. There is something so beautiful about doing that. And it's important that we all tap into the simplicity of life again, into the way of where we're working with our hands, where we, you know, working with wood, where we're creating things again, you know, it's that old ancient ways that are returning to humanity. It's not new, we're just simply remembering. And so a lot of my work is around helping people remember who they are and what they came here to do and really accessing all of that wisdom within them. And this is the most important part here is that the separation has cut cords or cut the golden threads to source, right? So what's happening now is we are merging back into this beautiful divine stream of higher consciousness which is allowing us to go on a highway, right? As a collective coming together, co-creating together. And all of a sudden we are becoming aware of the things that we can do, innovative ideas, inspirations, right? That's coming through people. Spirit said to me about four years ago, wait and see what happens. 2025, there's going to be an explosion of innovations happening for humanity, which is so exciting. People that have that have really been in this space now, where you at, if you feel, and if you're listening to this talk, if you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with my life. I've lost my business. I've, I've lost family members. You know, I've lost my home, whatever it is. It's okay. You, my loves, you have the ability to pivot, to start again, to create, to co-create, to work together. You don't have to do it alone. You might have an idea by yourself, but if you tell someone else and you tell someone else and you tell someone else, together we are stronger. And it is absolutely true. We are building islands. We are building the foundations for future generations to come. And this is what the fifth dimensional energies are all supporting us to do. I'm working in the 12 dimensional energies um, with the stuff that I'm doing and bringing through the, that stream of consciousness for a lot of people. But that is, you know, yes, okay, you've got to be at a certain level in a certain level. You don't need to know everything now. You don't need to have all the answers right now. Just start where you're at and that's okay. Even if you start with your, your immediate family members here, speak about things that's important right speak about things that fill your heart with joy also things that really make you think about things like mm, this this doesn't feel right let's talk about it let's have conversations about this that is so important and also emotions to really allow the emotions that are coming up for people right now to be um to be felt let those waters flow through you and allow yourself to sit in the space where you are accessing you know as it's washing clean all of the stuff that you think that you are not and you're not capable of and the not enoughness that you have you know if when that's cleaned out and cleansed out 
then that's when the beauty unfolds within you. That's where you can access all of those inspirations. So we have a huge amount of people, generations now that are coming through that are going to be creators, that's going to co-create with Mother Gaia, not against her, with her. Mm, powerful. Mm. Ryan. Yeah, no, I was just thinking of a couple of things that both of you mentioned that I think that are really interesting. One is that understanding of coming back to, to the body, coming back to not allowing the head to dictate experience and understand that there's unknowns, there's this mystery and we don't have to understand everything. It's one of the things that a lot of times with, with some of my clients that that it's we work i work a lot with energy and energy healing and it's like i ask them sometimes do you want to know or do you want to heal <laughs> because sometimes those are not the same <laughs> sometimes the understanding helps us to heal and integrate sometimes that's what's in the way and the other thing that that was mentioned as well was that place of compassion understanding the importance of compassion understanding that everyone is a loving kind human being and we've just been behaving in a way that has been passed down to us and I believe that yes there's a lot of issues yes there's a lot of people that are in that separation that competition place that me 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 more 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 and that is not because they are bad human beings it's because they are trying to protect what they know that has worked to survive so when we allow that compassion to be at the center of everything that we're doing and understanding as as was mentioned as well where are we placing that focus i can be placing my focus on your bad pointing fingers or i can be placing my focus on what's what's coming what are those islands that we can create what are those spaces that we can hold everyone in there to co-create that new future that we want to see because i do believe that we're going to that change of consciousness and that thriving world and that place that we can all start to reconnect to the understanding that we have what we need and that we are those that we are seeking so when we understand that power that we have and that understanding as we allow the experience to be felt as we allow our understanding to start to shift and to start to relax that need for knowing for labeling everything from understanding everything we are moving towards that place and you know I, it's, it's very interesting a lot of times i actually i talk a lot with with my mom about the movement towards the fifth dimension that we're going and all of the other dimensions and all of these beings and energies that i call in in my everyday life for support and for guidance and and i see that and my mom is like sometimes if other people are listening to us they would think that we are completely crazy <laughs> and i'm like yes and also like you know who cares like that's part of the reality and that that is part of the i think that the movement towards where i want to go i want that openness i want that you know like some people they say like ah oh, you're sometimes like in the past oh you're weird it's like yes i'm weird mm. like, i'll embrace that i'm weird and i believe in all of these things not because I just have blind faith because I'm experiencing that. When I actually call for some energy or a being and I actually feel that, I know that that's true, at least for me. Mm -hmm. So the more that we understand that and the more of us that are co-creating that shift that is happening, that has a ripple effect. That's where we're getting towards that new five-dimensional living where we don't want to call it that because that's in a way cool, but we are going through a shift of consciousness. We're going through a shift of what is actually our reality. And that for me is so important to come back to the feelings and come back to the energy because everything is vibration. And the 5D is just a different change of the vibration. It's just tuning the radio to five dimensions. It's like, oh, that's already there. It's not somewhere that we are going to go and then suddenly this disappears. It's just that we are going to experience that other thing. So the more that we allow ourselves to be in that space and by having these conversations and by doing the work that we're doing, the more that all of us are going to get to that shift. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, and then this comes back to really 
looking at where you're at where are you at at the moment and you can only experience your reality the way that you're experiencing it you're not experiencing someone else's reality well you're seeing it right and it's mirror reflecting to you and you might feel things coming up for you but then how do you deal with it in that moment and this is the important thing this old thing about fight and flight and running away and not dealing with things that can't happen anymore we're at the center, the front of the stage right now. We've opened the curtains. We can't unsee what we have seen, right? So <laughs> it's one of those things that we have to now embrace the audience. We have to embrace all of the, the boos and the ahs and the oohs that, you know, that we're experiencing. And it is our choice. It is taking radical responsibility for you, for your life, for what is happening for you in this moment. And yeah. then... When you do that, and Brian, thank you. So you so greatly talked about relax, you know, just relax. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You just hold space for yourself. And, and Audrey, and you rightly said, we work with cycles. There are times where you want to create. There are times where you want to just put a blankie over your head and just, you know, have a na na nap. And that's okay. There are times where you want to co-create and then there are times where you want not to be anywhere near people. It's okay, right? There is no right and wrong here. It's simply riding this roller coaster called life with a smile on your face and, you know, with your hands on your heart and just taking one step at a time. That's all you've got to do. Mm. Audrey, the only, I always I was like to say the only way to be on the wrong path is to be going toward a desire that isn't yours. Mm -hmm. If you are headed toward your desire, desire actually, comes, I'm going to be a word nerd for a second here. Desire comes from the words desidere in Latin, and that's the same as destiny, okay? It's the stars. It's what writ is written for you in the stars. That's your GPS signal to lead you to your destiny. And if you judge it, if you say to yourself, well, that's not very important. That's a frivolous desire. That's a, you know, whatever it is, it's a bad desire. Then you will not reach it. And you will never reach your destiny, right? And so often when people say, oh, I don't know what I want, what they really mean is I know exactly what I want. And I don't think I can get it, or I don't think it's a good thing to want. And so therefore, I'm not going towards it. And so then I don't want anything. Of course, you don't want anything because you know exactly what you want and you're not going towards it. So you said you were talking about the trap of understanding. This is such a big one, right? We do this all the time <laughs> that we, we, we try to talk ourselves out of our feelings. You, you cannot talk yourself out of your feelings, just like you cannot start a you know a you cannot start a journey from where you are not. You, it would be really handy, right? If I said, "Oh, I I need to go to Auckland, so I'm going to start in Australia." Like, no, I'm in Seattle. That's where I'm starting from. That's a little ways away, so it's going to be a while. So you have to start exactly where you are, but you can't lose sight of where you really truly want to go trust in your desire it yeah. is it is what creates the path it's that passion it's that divine spark right that source that divine yeah. spark within us that's allowing us that driving force which is our soul right it's the soul light is so powerful it's our soul wanting to experience through us whatever that experience might be right yeah. but it's not making it wrong, allowing it to be exactly perfect in the moment where you're at. And uh, come hello high water, right? Come hello high water, allowing the experiences that's coming into your pathway to embrace those experiences with open eyes, open heart, and open arms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, Brian, can't go for it. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say, like, with that, it's, it's so important to understand that when we allow ourselves to be with our experience when we allow ourselves to feel our experience that's how we start to come back to that place of wholeness that's how we create that healing and that integrate and that processing and for me it's so important to understand as well that how do i stay well 
I stay well by maintaining my energy high, a high vibration. And I do this in a lot of different ways through movement, through meditation, by actually being aware of my breath, through sound. And, and I think that as well, what I'm seeing a lot in, in my work and what's actually happening in science as well is the understanding of the importance of energy and vibration for coming back to that place of alignment, for actually healing. There's, you know, at the cutting edge, healing for cancer, it's even using sound vibration to actually have that understanding. And it's like, well, the more that we understand, I am just vibration happening and waves of energy is just moving. What do I want to attune myself to? That's going back to what at the beginning is that where do I place my attention? That's where the energy flows. And the more that I have an intention, it's easier. Yet at the same time, I could be like, well, I just want to flow with the universe. And that's okay, as long as I am okay, as long as my energy is vibrating high, and that way I can stay aligned, then whether I have a direction of something specific, or whether I'm just being and experiencing life without seemingly a direction, even though we are going in that direction, then that's how we stay well. And I think that that's key in this moment of time where a lot of people are out of balance and out of alignment and they have no idea where they're going because they have no idea where they've been. They haven't integrated and they are vibrating in a really low energy. They are trapped in that stress and in that, you know, create crisis mode. And it's like, well, this is not supporting for ourselves. So how can we make that shift? Yeah, and this is the low energy. So what is keeping us in this low energy? Continuing to watch the news and all the things, the untruths, you know, and the truths, you know, whatever it is that's being played out, the different patterning, um, the deception, social media, um, perhaps within your community, perhaps within your family, you know, all of those, those things. Um, I feel like there is such a wide variety of information out there. We we have information overload and it's good to just switch off all of that. I have social media breaks. Yes, my business is on social media, but I go off social media. Um, I choose not to watch the news, even though I'm not oblivious to what is going on in the world because spirit it's kind of like they send me the messages that I need to know about. Um, and then I go, oh, okay, that's what's happening. And and I tune in energetically and, and find out what's going on. So it's really true what you're saying, Brian, is about frequency. And I will, I'll give you a little bit of information around this. And then, Audrian, we can hear what you um, say about this as well. The reason we as humanity are experiencing a lot of things that's coming up, all of that rumblings within us, it's like a volcano that's about to explode, right? So we're feeling all of these rumblings is because we've had huge timeline shifts. We've had major events, timeline shift events in the recent, and especially in this year alone, which has put Earth onto a completely different trajectory. Now, Mother Gaia is ascending. She has been ascending, right? And she is like, okay, if you want to come with me, great. If you're not, you can stay behind. So we've had a complete tearing away of the third dimensional matrix. And we are riding the wave of fourth dimension, some of the people, fifth dimension into the ninth dimension now already. So what's happening with this is people are experiencing different, different levels of energies. And you talked about, Brian, tuning in. And this is what people are not doing. They're not tuning in to what is available. When you do that and you then access that frequency or that timeline, that's when you then start shifting quicker. But that's when you're shifting dis-ease, discomfort in your body, um, fear codes, fear matrix, whatever it is that you are finding yourself in. And this is profound because as soon as you're accessing, as you raise your vibration and you're accessing that, that beautiful stream of healing, okay, which I believe that we are already healed, okay, that's, that's my belief. It's just simply accessing that, that beautiful stream of consciousness of divine healing that is then allowing you to let go of the perceptions and the, the you know, layers that you've, the armor that you've put around you as such. So in this moment what humanity is experiencing is a 
complete shifting of the energy dynamics within and around the earth. Of course, we are connected to all of that. So of course, you're going to experience it. Of course, you're going to feel it. And that's why emotions are so important to let those emotions flow through you right now. And then when you have access that higher frequencies, whether it through, be through dance, meditation, whether it be through having a piece of your favorite cake, okay, whatever it is that you can, you know, how you can raise your frequency, being in nature, it is imperative, it is imperative that we all tap into what we love. Because through that stream of love, that's where we are then riding this wave of higher timelines and not moving against the flow of it. Mm. Adrian, Adrian, do you want to speak into this? <laughs> Absolutely. You're speaking my language with the flow there, right? Creative flow. That's what I'm all about. And it is, it's like tuning into a channel on your radio station. And that, and the, the you know, people always ask me like, what's the, what's the, it's W-A-N-T. Okay. It's what do you really want to create? It's intention. And there is this beautiful balance between intention and surrender, intention and surrender, right? Because as we've discussed, we can't control everything, even if we wanted to, which you don't. <laughs> Trust me, you do not want to control everything in the universe. That's way too much responsibility. So <clears throat> enjoy the fact that you don't control everything. Celebrate the fact that you don't control everything by surrendering. You put that intention out into the universe. And by intention, I don't just mean setting goals, right? A goal is like where you're trying to get. The intention is how am I going to get there? What is the, you know, the arrow that I'm sending toward this target? And that is, as you say, your vibration, your energetic focus. And you have, that is the one thing, the one thing that you actually do control. Congratulations. And so really own that, really own that this is my energy and I am the one in charge of it. I'm the one, it's like setting, you know, your, your AC, your temperature control on the wall, right? You decide anytime you go into any situation, what energy am I going to set for this interaction because people will respond to your energy if you come into a situation all anxious and upset then people think something's terribly wrong and so they're going to match that energetic focus if you come into a situation just overflowing with joy and love guess what is going to happen when you walk into that room it's going to be a joy and love fest up in there. You are so powerful and your energy is so powerful. It spreads whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Energy is magnetic, isn't it? It's so yeah. good. Ryan, what do you want to add to this? Yeah. Like for me, this is, this is key in terms of understanding how to live life. <laughs> In terms of, you know, as you were just saying, what can you control? Well, there's not much that I can control. I can control how I am showing up, how am I showing up to any time during the day in my life? And, and then that's what actually sets the tone for everybody else. Like a lot of times, you know, people are like, well, what, what, what is this? No, I am just being. And if people notice something and they recognize something, great. That is for me the key that that understanding that I do have control over how I am showing up, how I'm vibrating. With the caveat, of course, that if I haven't done the work of integrating the past, that's going to dictate how I'm living. Because as I usually tell to a lot of my clients, we are just walking with all of these blockages and all of this trauma in our being without even knowing that's there. And that is what actually is living our lives. And I want to be the one in control. I want the heart to be navigating life instead of all of the blocks instead of my head and all of the things that I have learned that aren't true. So all of the stories that I can question, all of those things that I can come back to be like, oh, I'm going to vibrate like this. I'm going to stay balanced. I'm going to, at some moments, it's like I need to show up and I need to be, you know, the 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 leader and i need to facilitate so i need to bring all of the energy and all of the power okay i'm going to show up like that and other times i need to show up just being chill and i'm going to you know bring that yin quality so understanding that i can stay balanced i can vibrate high 
And that doesn't mean I need to show up all of the time, you know, like, oh, I'm so fun and everything is great. You know, like, that's not how I'm showing. It's not about how I am. So being able to understand that vibration and that is what I can control. And that is what has that ripple effect. That is how we create the changes in the world that we want to see. That is what I can do because the only thing that I can control in that sense is just me. And that if everybody is doing that, that's how we create a change. And the more important thing with that is understanding, coming back to the very beginning, that understanding that we are powerful. We have that capacity to create. And the more that we understand that, the easier it is to come back anytime that we just got distracted and out of our way. It's like, oh, Brian, come on back. <laughs> come here. What's your vibration? What's your feelings? Okay, now come back to this moment and let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. I call that the column of light coming back into your center. So we all have this column of light. And I do this practice with my clients where I bring them straight back into the column of light. And then I do an exercise once they're in there to help them feel the difference when they're out. You know, when you're sticking one leg out and you're like, oh, I don't want to be out anymore. I want to be in the center now. I want to surf this wave, which is so beautiful. But the thing that stops people from being out of that center point, that column of light, connected to the divine and connected to the earth and anchored and, and speaking and working and moving through the heart space is doubt. And I, I feel that this is a huge thing, doubting yourself. And I, I see this a lot in, in clients and my students that I work with. You know, they, they're amazing healers. They're incredibly powerful. They've, they've accepted their power. And then all of a sudden, they just have this dip in energy where they are um, experiencing or tapped into a different stream of consciousness, the collective consciousness, right? Because we are all connected. So these healers and sensitives are so tapped into to all that is that all of a sudden that oh they've they've accessed something that is of a lower vibration how do we get ourselves out of that how do we come out of that yes by doing more of what we love bringing us up turning that dial tuning in again coming back into our column of light mm -hmm. because people right now are and have become more sensitive so we are accessing the the consciousness or the collective energy is so much more so you are not only going to feel your own energy you're going to feel everyone else's energy and so some of the stuff and the thought processes that's going to go through your mind because of this lower vibrational energy that you have tapped into are not even going to be your own it's going to create a specific thought pattern that is not your own so allowing yourself to come back into that column of light in that stillness and it's the most beautiful experience go and do it if you haven't done it you know see yourself standing in your column of light in the center through your third eye and look up and look down and feel the peace in that peace that space of stillness that's where you can release all the noise again mm. and really truly this is this is important my loves you know when you do this because within the chaos of everyone else's energy within the chaos of what is going on you're not going to be able to navigate your own energy unless you say okay well i've had enough i'm bringing myself back into center now this is where i want to be and audrey you said it so beautifully what do you want where do you want to be how do you want to move forward hey mm -hmm. mm. Anyone else want to speak into this, Audrian? Yeah. So doubt and faith are both belief. You're just, when you doubt, you're believing in a negative. And so you can gently flip that. Anytime that doubt comes up, you just recognize it and go, oh, there's a belief. I can just flip that. Boop. <laughs> it's like when you have negative self-talk that pops up. I love to add at the end of it. And that's awesome because... <laughs> so it's just a gentle flip. We don't have to get rid of these things, right? Our shadow is there for a reason. I always say I love to hire my shadow as my personal spiritual bouncer because <laughs> my shadow is really good at like angry and chasing things off. So it's like, okay, here's a list of the people who are not, you know, energies that are not allowed anymore. You just chase those right off. Every part of you 
is important and you can in integrate all of these parts of yourselves. It's just that gentle awareness and intention of, ah, I see this thing. I'm just going to flip that. So one thing I wanted to say when you were talking about, you know, why do we do this as humans? Like, why do we play out these dramas? A big part of that is unused creativity trying to entertain itself. Creativity wants to play. It is a playful, playful energy. It's like a border collie puppy, okay? And if you don't give it a job to do, if you don't give it projects to work on, it will destroy your house. <laughs> it will chew up all your shoes and it will pull down your curtains creativity wants to be put to use. So recognize that you have that within you. It wants something to do. If you don't give it something to do, it will create dramas to play out. It will create problems to solve. So give your creativity deliberate, intentional projects to work on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Deliberate, intentional projects. And it can be anything right as long anything. as it's not that bottle of wine that look there's nothing wrong with having a nice glass of wine but if you know if it becomes a thing of mm, i'd rather have that than doing something with my friends or going out for a walk on the beach or whatever the case might be it's really choosing something that is not destructive in its own way but something that is actually making you feel good in a way that is long-standing. It's yeah. not just a quick fix, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I talk a lot about the difference between a compulsion and a desire. Mm -hmm. So you can tell the difference between a compulsion and a desire because a compulsion is something that's just trying to protect you from an uncomfortable feeling, okay? So if it's, it's like, oh, I want this glass of wine because I feel uncomfortable right now and I don't wanna feel uncomfortable anymore. So it's something you're going away from rather than something that you're trying to go towards. That's a compulsion. A desire is that thing that pulls you towards it. It lights you up just thinking about it. Like, oh, I cannot wait for that wonderful thing. That's creativity. That's that constructive pull. So focus toward that and just notice when you're feeling those compulsions and lean into that discomfort gently, but just lean into it, explore it a little bit, get curious about it. Why, why is this uncomfortable? What, is it, what happens if I poke it like this? Just be, become friends with it and try to learn like what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and the more that, that we befriend our experience and the more that we understand how our experience is and how our energy is, it's easier then to actually understand what's not mine, what's coming that I can notice, but I don't have to take it on. It was one of the things that very early on, fortunately, I learned as a healer that I'm not going to take anybody's energy. <laughs> I'm going to actually allow energy to move. I'm going to go into the space and allow that, but I understand this is me, that's you. And I'm not creating a shield there i'm not separating i am not going to swallow that other thing mm -hmm. so the more that the the people that are waking up the more that we are more sensitive that's a superpower that's not in the way as long as i take the time to do the understanding of what's my energy and what do i don't want to take in and that's how i maintain my energy high even as I am more of an empathic being or if I'm more sensitive to what's going on. And that is so key to, to come back to that place. So for me, that as, as both of you were just talking, that was something that, that for me is key, trying to understand, you know, there's so much going on in the world, so much negativity, so much energy that I don't want to take it in. And also, I'm not going to just shut my eyes to what's going on. Mm -hmm. So how can I allow for a coexistence with taking care of my energy and that is key yeah and why yeah, that's so essential just letting it flow through you without latching onto it yeah and why are we becoming more sensitive why why have the children all the generations especially our generation why have we been born into this world as more sensitive because we are meant to feel and change with that feeling right um it's such a powerful, like you say, it's a superpower, being sensitive, being tapped into the divine, being tapped into the animals, the plant kingdom, Mother Gaia, 
it's beautiful there is nothing wrong with it you are not going crazy if you're seeing spirits okay you're not losing your mind if you are hearing things and your psychic senses are expanding and it's all happening with the upgrades the energetic upgrades we're going through as we're holding more light in our bodies you know there is no there's no more space for that density there's no more space for that darkness but what's happening it is then fine-tuning those sensitivities as your soul gifts are being activated and you're tapping into your soul gifts so much more it's knowing like how to navigate it how to use it how to um let it not become overwhelming for you but allowing that to use it for the highest greatest good because there are things that's gonna that's activating telepathy telekinesis psychokinesis and all of that is happening for people and it is something that is very much also going to be happening in your children, your babies, mm -hmm. right? You might, my son walks in the other day, he goes, mom, I was in my bedroom and I was looking at the light and I turned the light on and off with my mind. And I said to him, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about celebrating your children's gifts right celebrating and making it okay it's okay you might not understand it don't try and shut them down don't try and make it something that is not true for them because it's happening we are um something that channeled through me about a year ago i was in this beautiful retreat and spirit said to me that in the next 10 years we are going to be moving into tele telepathy speaking telepathically with each other not through mobile phones anymore that mobile phones will be completely phased out but it is that remembrance and our children are here as our teachers as well so listen to them let them show you the way as well because they coming in to help us remember who we are which is profound as well mm. I was actually warned in advance. My daughter came to me when I was a teenager. I had just gotten my period and man, was I freaked out. She came to me in a dream and she introduced herself and she told me that she would be coming in, that she had a mission here on earth. And so when she come, I, I knew what her name was <laughs> right away and I knew why she was here and she's been clear about it from day one. She remembers where she came before this. I've never known anyone who did, but she knows exactly where she came from and she knows exactly why she's here. So they are coming and they are powerful. <laughs> they are here already. Not, not only they are, they are here. coming, they are, they here. are here. Absolutely. And, and you know, I think that one of the keys as well, as, as we've been talking about, you know, how to stay well and how to allow that energy, as well as the power of that collective, the power of the new wave of connection and collaboration and co-creation, that's what amplifies the energy that's what amplifies our power of creation and all of these beings that you know like i remember when i was a, a little kid and, and i was told oh you're one of these like crystal kids and i'm like well, okay yeah sure <laughs> like you know and, and then learning about these different vibrations and there's a power in understanding the changes that are happening in the vibration the changes that we create when we come together the power of the group is so amazing when there's an energy vibration when there's an intention when there's a flow there it's so and nowadays i think that's what we're coming back to it's no longer the days of i'm going to do this work by myself i'm going to do this in my tribe in community in connection yes. with others to co-create and that is what brings up the change absolutely when people come together man the energy it can blow the roof off it can move mountains you know with intention powerful intention of what it is that we want to do and that's why we've been kept in separation for so long as humanity because mm. they know the people up there you know where <laughs> they know that when we come together man we're going to blow these socks off so it is absolutely such an amazing time to be alive right now it's an amazing time to co-create however I want to also add to this that if you have gifts, soul gifts, that's that's activating, that's coming, that you've unlocked, right? And you don't know how to use it, please reach out. 
to people like myself, the healers and Brian and, and Audrey and, and, you know, all of the coaches and, and make sure that when you do that, there's a resonance with that person. It ha absolutely has to feel right for you. Um, because we work with energy, we feel people. Okay, and that sensitivity is about don't shut it down when something says, oh, no, I shouldn't be working with this person. Listen to your intuition. So your gifts are going to be activating your soul gifts, right? You might be seeing a lot more things. You might be able to communicate with animals more deeply. You might be able to communicate with spirit or loved ones that's, that's passed on. You might be channeling cosmic beings. Um, and there are a lot of star seeds and, and people that are doing that right now. A lot of light language that's coming through. What is light language? It's our soul speaking through us, our creative soul speaking through us in many different ways. So whatever it is that's activating within you, allow that to not be something that you are afraid of. It's nothing to be afraid of, okay? It's beautiful. It's the way forward. It's how we're going to co-create and create our world. It is, um, it is the time for us to awaken to what is possible beyond imagination, beyond what we've ever seen as humanity. Yes, levitation, it's going to be just one of the things that we're going to be doing because many other civilizations are, it's common for them. They use it, you know, um, moving from between so I, I will quickly spirit showing me that I need to share this I channeled this beautiful thing about the Merkaba so our ascension vehicle which is our um you know how we astral travel but they said well humanity just is aware of that one little aspect of it but we actually have quantum rings of velocity around our Merkaba which is two rings that move around our body and they say, you know it as humanity, you know it as warp speed, right? So when you activate your quantum rings of velocity, you then warp from like Star Trek, you simply arrive with intention where you want to be. And it's amazing the things that we can access when we tune in, when we allow ourselves, when we allow ourselves or our gifts to come through us. And my loves, we as humanity need this. We are it's not that we need it, it's that, it's that we're remembering it and it's coming back. We're going to be writing books about this. We're going to be creating things from this. It's exciting times. Do not allow yourself to sit in the fear of the old and holding on to that which is no longer serving you. It is our time to shine as humanity. It is our time to be in our power and claim back our power, our, our I am. So go find your I am. What is your I am? You know? Mm. So my loves, <sighs> that brings us to the end of our conversation. I just want to put it out to you. What do you want to leave these beautiful people with today? Just to say, you know, maybe a little golden nugget that you have for them. <laughs> so I said earlier that all creation is co-creation. And what I mean by that is not necessarily just collaboration with other people. All creation is co-creation with source source is where all creativity comes from and you are already connected mm. believe it yeah thank you so beautiful brian yeah and, uh, on top of everything that we've been talking about i think that just the fact that we are never alone <laughs> whether it is with other people or other beings we are never alone and we need to stop acting as if we have to do everything by ourselves and we don't have that support so it's just knowing we're not alone and we can tap into all of that network of the seen or unseen. Yeah. Open the door. It's okay to open the door. You know, I always, I spirit showed me this and they said, well, you know, there's a door and we will stand behind the door knocking until you open that door and allow us. And we have free will. We have to open our minds. That door is our minds, our hearts to what is possible. And, when we do that, then we can access all of the infinite, beautiful gifts and, and magic. Um, and we can then become the magic that we want to be and that we are already. So mm, thank you so much for being my guest speakers today. It's been magical, magical, magical. If you have any questions for these beautiful souls, that has been my panel speakers today. I'll put their links below this video and this podcast. 
but thank you my loves and if you have any questions um you know in general just please get in touch with me and i'll also direct questions if i don't know but until we speak again i wish you so much love from my heart to yours see you soon bye-bye mm -hmm. <laughs>